0: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, good morning, Eric. Hey, good morning. How about those bills, huh? I'm okay, fine. let's move on. I did not realize, I forgot you were from Ithaca. We're both upstate. Just sad, Utica, yeah. Or Utica, Utica. yeah, upstater. Sadness up and down the transit. Last night, I'm telling you what. <laughs> the
1: snow belt. <bill>. Yes.
0: <laughs> um... Can I just say, uh, Brad, it feels our pain on Twitter. He tweeted, in just one year, the Biden administration has put over 250 million vaccines in American arms. Unemployment has dropped to 3.9%. Our economy is growing at its fastest rate in 40 years. We should all be celebrating the resilience of the American spirit and the Biden boom. Uh, But do we want to start with Meet the Press, Bill Maher, or do we want to
1: just go
0: right to the rest of the mainstream media? I mean, Eric, it it is not um, in dispute that, The ratings are bad, you know, for Biden. For but you're like, what? It's not a shock, right? The media for a year has been like Biden bad, Biden doom, Biden this bad this. Oh, why are the look at Biden's not doing well now? Like it's, I mean, I I think some of the and some of the parts of the polls they take out are just infuriating, aren't they? Like you know that Biden hasn't uh, compromised enough. I'm like, oh my god, you know this is what happens from the media continually saying both sides do it and both sides are the same. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For the press, it's this perfect, self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, you know, you just hammer Biden and then the polls come around and, and, and you say, oh, look, Biden, you know, you kind of act surprised and detached and say, wow, there seems to be a change in Biden. But, you know, I think, it's also I think
0: the- Chuck Todd actually said to someone, well, you know, I know there's you know, there's been this D- Democrats in disarray sort of storyline. Yeah. Where where? <laughs> where? where? We've been hearing that. Sorry, ahead. But
1: also, you know, they play games with the, you know, the polling, you know, uh, Fox News poll yesterday was Biden 47 percent. He's up three points since November. And that's why you don't hear about that poll. But when you know, but when he's at 42, it's you know, it's Katie bar the door. And four years ago, when Trump was at 37, the press just kind of shrugged and, and said, oh, that's Trump being Trump. New York Times over the weekend, the full Sunday review section, special section Biden struggles I guarantee you, if you go back four years ago, there was not a special pullout out section for uh, how, how Trump can save his presidency, even though he was doing uh, far worse. And just a perfect yeah. example, Monday morning, New York Times front page, 3,500 word story, uh, Biden's missteps on COVID. Uh, uh-uh. You know, and and, and, in, and in the fifth paragraph, <laughs> they say there's much that Biden and his team have gotten right. So that gets one sentence. And yeah. what, his missteps get 3500 words. And I swear to God, one of the one of the missteps was tiptoe, quote unquote, tiptoeing, unquote, around organized Republican resistance to the vaccine. So re- insane Republican behavior gets chalked up as a Biden failure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, right, exactly. It just everything gets chalked off as as a Biden failure, and oh, then yeah, we yeah, and yeah. then we wonder why you know the ratings are where they are, and oh, the people think the country's going in the wrong direction, and blah blah blah. I, so your piece, thank God, this made me feel better because I'd forgotten you did a piece. Biden's getting doomsday press just like Obama did. Here we go again. You said it wouldn't yeah. be surprising if Biden felt a strong sense of deja vu as he marked his first year in office, as the press eagerly writes him off as a failure buried by a mountain of crises while at the same time erasing his accomplishments, um, record job gains, ending the forever war. Reading from GOP talking points, journalists remain in hyperventilation mode, obsessively detailing Biden's soft polling numbers while loudly and falsely claiming he can't get his key legislative initiatives passed into law. I, it's, am I crazy? It's infrastructure and COVID relief <laughs> yeah. are a BFD. Trump got yeah. nothing done. It was infrastructure nothing. week every week for four it years. Was. I mean, okay. It was okay. a running joke. You said the press misjudged one of the most successful and popular presidents of the last half century, meaning Obama. Um, you said the polling shows 80% plus of Democratic voters approve of Biden's job performance, but every story is, oh, his base is totally gone, right? Right, right. You said... Um, it, it, not in the first few paragraphs with the fact that a record 6.4 million new jobs have been created since Biden took office, and now that the U.S. enjoys full employment with workers earning all-time high wages. I one of the things um, I can't remember that. Oh, they were saying the Chuck Todd, of course, was saying the most important things to people is jobs in the economy.
1: <laughs> you think?
0: How, we're at a forty-year. I mean, how do you, Eric? Honestly, like, what? Explain this to me. How, you know, in the polling specifically, people say jobs and economy and Biden's doing a bad job when statistically it is overwhelmingly untrue.
1: Yeah. No, it was amazing. Last, you know, again, last week was the one year anniversary. We saw a lot of these kind of thumb sucking pieces. Oh, Biden's Mm -hmm. really struggling. And uh, the Washington Post uh, did a big front page story and they pegged it specifically on his polling. Because if you have soft polling, you are a failed presidency, apparently. Uh, again, 3,000 word story on his first year in office, there was not one sentence about the 6.4 million jobs added during his first year. No first year president in the history of these tabulations has ever done that. And it didn't get one sentence because the Post wanted to write about Biden's polling them. I mean, that doesn't happen by accident. It's not a coincidence. The reporters and editors didn't forget to put that in. It's a conscious decision because they are married to this narrative and they're married to the storyline. And oh, by the way, it all comes straight from the RNC.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. And you you said um, Trump's historically unpopular standing uh, just simply became the new norm as journalists instead marveled at his loyal base. He was in the 30s yes. after his first year. Um, And you say, uh, uh, um, and look at this doomsday year one pronouncement from The Post. A year into his presidency, President Obama faces a polarized nation and souring public assessments of his efforts to change Washington, according to a new poll. Um, Chris Saliza, always helpful, Mm -hmm. dubbed Ebola the October surprise. Um, That was for a virus that killed two people, uh, as we recall. One headline was why Obamacare may be Obama's Katrina and Iraq. Uh, Obama left office, as you point out, with a 60% approval rating. Biden can be forgiven if he feels like he's seen this movie before.
1: You know, and, and I left out, I could have included Bill Clinton in that, the exact same thing. Uh, you know, he complained first year in office. He said, where's my honeymoon? I, I wrote this piece and, you know, a press run and Jonathan Alter uh, left, left a comment. He just wrote a Jimmy Carter biography. He had the, his administration had the exact same concern. You know, first year they clean house. They restored dignity in the White House. They got rid of, you know, the Nixon 40 era. Uh, And and he got no honeymoon. So it's a it's an absolute consistent with Democratic presidents, uh, uh, the press, um, uh, no matter how big their landslide. I mean, my gosh, Obama's landslide. uh, Biden got more votes than anyone in history. uh, And within months, oh, failed presidency. You know, it's clearly a different standard in terms of how they're assessing these failed Democratic presidents. It's it's kind of nitpicking little minor stuff. Uh, and 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 Bush and, and Trump were monumental failures that they didn't treat the same way.
0: Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping... Dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com dot slash wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie dot com slash wondery. Well, exactly. Well, you also tweeted New York Times Friday: Obama and Clinton were failed presidents. New York Times Sunday: Trump insurrectionists have formed a loving community. I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, I, you know. You also said running for office, Youngkin pledged he would not ban mask mandates for schools. First week in office, he bans mask mandates for school. Washington Post. He's so assertive. Um, You said the mask mandate has introduced chaos for Virginia schools with nearly 100 districts announcing they will defy the government. Washington Post. He's so assertive. I mean, it's not just the president. It is how they cover Republicans and Democrats that is part of the problem.
1: Oh, we've talked about this forever. Republicans are always super savvy. They're always running circles around Democrats. Can you imagine if a Democrat swept into office in a new state and within the first days he created this uh, legal and educational chaos, the way Youngkin is is doing with this mask mandate? You know, he he specifically said, "I will not uh, touch the mask mandate. Overturns it. Going to the Supreme Court today." Uh, 70 schools are, are defying him. Six of the largest districts are taking him to court. Uh, it, it's just total unnecessary chaos and division during a public health crisis. And he gets portrayed as savvy.
0: Yeah. And I, as we say every week almost, right, they, they will both sides us into autocracy. You just said if you're looking for a loving profile of January 6th insurrectionists, the New York Times has you covered. The New York Times, you said, will never stop running Trump voter stories. And then you said this yeah. two days after news of the White House plan to seize voting machines. I mean, am I crazy, Eric, that this should be a bigger story? That they, I, I, they were about to use the military to overthrow the United States? And this is yeah, just. Uh, po- yeah. Yeah. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, Politico had that really interesting story in terms of, you know, that's one of the documents the January 6th commission got. Network News, uh, I checked Friday, none of them covered the story about the Trump plan to seize voting machines. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't qualify as news. But that New York Times insurrectionist story, uh, the front page yesterday, you know, they put this the this insurrectionist in a in a tie, uh, you know, in a blazer, you know, make him look really respectable. And it's all about, again, it's about this 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 the insurrection was this rebirth this it's created this loving community for these people i I was just and, and and the whole pointless you know angle that the times tried to use was well these were the marchers you know these weren't the insurrectionists they didn't go in the building they were at the rally they marched they went home they were revived there's no difference between people who marched and people who got maybe they didn't get in the In the building because the crowd was too big. Now, one person in that article was quoted as saying, oh, that violence was wrong. They all supported it. They all see the the people in custody as political prisoners. The the New York Times has lost its mind on this stuff. So they've gone from celebrating Trump voters to celebrating, you know, Trump thugs.
0: And, and, yeah, and some of them are saying, oh, it's giving me street cred at home. And now, I mean, yep. you know, they are getting ready to do this again. And they're still saying, yep, the election was stolen and next time we'll be armed. I mean, you pointed to this. Uh, a Virginia woman who was charged Friday with making an oral threat on school property when she said at a school board meeting she would show up with loaded guns if her children were required to wear a mask at school. You just said Yunkins, Virginia. And, oh, you know-
1: there's, a, there's absolutely a direct line. I mean, he just played off this, this parent school board hysteria and like I said, and now he, you know, Blake, he, he, he uh, breaks his pledge, his campaign pledge to now put mandates back into the for- mask mandates into the forefront. And of course, we have people showing. I, I guarantee you she was the one caught on video. I guarantee you she wasn't the only Virginia parent who threatened her school board meeting last week well, with violence.
0: Straight line to Florida. Republicans have advanced a don't say gay bill that would ban teachers from talking about LGBT co- topics. You said, why don't these people uh, all homeschool if their kids are so fragile? you can't hear about black history you can't hear about gay people you, i mean it's just wow what a bunch of snowflakes
1: yeah banning books and 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 the next point i said is you know the the bigger story is the just the laser focus the republican party has on destroying public education in this country i mean if you listen to these parents you know, they don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to learn about civil rights. The now LBGT. Uh, why are they in public schools? Homeschooling is an option. Millions of people do it.
0: Yeah. If you And, are they, so and cons- they don't want to have their kids vaccinated like they yeah, are for exactly. every other disease from polio to smallpox to measles. Right. But they want the schools to stay open. <laughs> right. So
1: if, if, if this public education in America is so unappealing to you, you have an option. Leave yeah. everybody alone. And, and most people love public education or are happy to do it. Uh, they're trying to take their radical fringe beliefs and, and kind of yeah. shove it down the throats of the masses.
0: And I say Bill Maher for the end. So I didn't stroke out before the rest of the interview. But uh, John Ziegler, our right wing friend, mm-hmm. radio host said, mm-hmm. if like me, you've been longing for a prominent woke liberal. He's talking about Barry Weiss. Mm hmm. Other than Bill Maher to finally have the scales fall Other. from their eyes and see the total insanity that's been the response to COVID, especially in schools. You'll want to watch this clip of Barry Weiss. You just said, A, she's not progressive. B, yeah. 4, thousands of Americans died of COVID yesterday. C, liberals aren't closing schools. Other than that, great points. Exactly. Yeah.
1: The, the the whole COVID debate is really uh, we could talk about that for an hour. I mean, we have oh, all Moore these. Bill talking br-
0: about how great it is in Florida because they because you know, they stayed open and you know it's terrible here in California. I'm like, what? Oh my God! I what thought planet? Omicron would give him some humility that he was wrong <laughs> about think. COVID being over.
1: But you know the the, the you know uh, Biden addressed this at the press conference. You know, a reporter got up and said, closing schools and you you know we're, we're right back where we started. And he and he did my favorite stage whisper thing. He does. He says. 96 percent of schools are open 96 percent of schools are open if you want and 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 no Democrats no liberals there is no movement in this country to close schools because it's not safe schools are closed because they don't have enough staff bus drivers custodians teachers librarians because too many people are testing positive this has nothing to do with some kind of scare campaign among Democrats who want to close schools, and I'm so tired of these, you know, these warriors like Bill Maher and Barry Weiss saying, you know, they're going to stand up to these draconian restrictions. There are no draconian what, right. what draconian restrictions. Wear a mask. Right. New Jersey, where I live, got hit hard over Christmas. Yeah. I was at restaurants and bars all weekend. They're full. Everything's normal. You wear a mask when you go into a store. Yeah. What is this yeah. What is this oppressive authoritarian regime we're living yeah. under? I don't no, recognize Medi, it.
0: I thought I was crazy, but Mehdi Hassan said, isn't it weird how the quote-unquote liberal Bill Maher is always pushing whatever the latest right-wing talking point or campaign is? I mean, it's, you know, and then it's the whole, like, oh, the vaccine protects you. Like, so what do you care if other people get? Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> Other people, you're not getting it is what's keeping us in, in this pandemic. I mean, it's in yeah. and killing other people because there's no hospital beds. It's exactly. not just up, about you. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and look, you know, I, you know, we're at 60% with the vaccine. I don't know how it's going to budge. We thought we were going to be at 70, but it's Fox News and the Republican Party and Biden gets even Biden gets the blame for it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh thank you, Eric. You and me. Bubble, that's it. Just do <laughs> oh, until further notice. Oh, All right, boy. thank you.